Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Welcome to Stupidity, home of the greatest media mind ever to walk the planet. I tell you what, man, he's a literal titan across the entire media landscape. Okay, so here's the deal. He's a true icon in every sense of the word. He's loved and feared more than any being to grace this planet. There's two guys, is it? A man with a voice that sounds like Barry White and Beyonce had a Jewish baby. God himself would pay $39.99 for a cameo. Fact of the matter is, you are about to embark on a transcendent experience that can only be described as psychological nudity. This is Stu Gatz, and this is Stupidity. Here we go, Jim. Tony! Welcome into another episode of Stupidity, the biggest podcast in the world, thanks to you. Please subscribe, rate, and review. Unsubscribe, resubscribe, re-rate, re-review. As always, listening, optional. We're going to have uh, an old friend on, uh, Adnan Verk. Very excited about that. Uh, I need I need some more soothing from someone who was also left ESPN, and perhaps Adnan will be able to uh, provide us with that. We love Adnan, Mikey. Yeah, he's always <laughs> been a friend to us, always been a friend to to the things, the projects you and I do, right? I, I love Adnan. I was Adnan's yeah. first producer when he filled in for Darian Mel. Ah, very yeah. nice. I mean, look at that. Yet he didn't respond to you no. when you tried to get him on. Never <laughs> hasn't since. <laughs> My best friend when I, I see him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stugatsu strong in him. Uh, that's why I love him. That's why I get along so well. Uh, he'll join us on the back half, the second half. Uh, of this uh, of this uh, episode here, but for the first time ever, Mike, weekend observation. Not the crew, not me, you, Mike Gola Jr., Mikey C. and Stanzik. We miss that crew dearly. We love them, but not that crew. My actual segment, weekend observations, which has never aired here on Stupidity, has become a Monday uh, Monday staple of the Dan Lebitard show with Stugatz. Uh, Dan will say it's our most popular segment we do all week, uh, and the audience has grown to love it. Uh, unfortunately, because we're in this pirate phase uh, with our radio show and we're on this pirate ship searching for land that we have not found yet, 
Uh, we didn't do a show on Monday. The week got away from us. We never aired the weekend observations. So for the first time ever, we are going to air them on stupidity. And for the first time ever, we're going to air last weekend's observations on a Friday headed into a new weekend. How about that, Mikey A? It's so far back. Are we going to be talking about Cam Newton being a potential MVP with the Patriots? Are we that far back? Hey, Gase and Darnold might figure this thing out. Is that what you're going to say? I'm only going as far back as when we all learned together that Chad Henney was still playing in the NFL. And not only that, that, he was the backup for Patrick Mahomes. I had had no idea. Chad Henney played for the Dolphins for many, many years. And I thought when he left Miami, he was gone. So, yes, you will hear observations about last weekend's football games. Okay, As as you watch this weekend's. We are closer to this weekend's football games than we are far away from last weekend's football games. <laughs> but the audience demands their weekend observations. Stupidity! <laughs> so we give, them, we give them what they want on a Friday. You are getting the newspaper on your lawn, not the next day. Six days later! Enjoy weekend observations. It is time for Stugatz to share his game notes. No one in the media will tell you what happened better than my boys, too. Dan, let's put aside for a moment one of the worst passes that any of us have ever seen in NFL history. Dan, with a 13-and-a-half-yard run and a negative one-yard pass that Tariq Hill turned into a first down. Dan, just like that. (laughs) Chad Henney is back now we need to explain to people why they're hearing this where they're hearing this on a friday hearing it after the weekend the weekend (laughs) stop explaining things no one and i mean no one wants to hear it anymore if alan lazard was on the jets he'd be out of the league few people if any have made more movies that look like they'll be great but end up being awful then M. Night Shyamalan. Go ahead. Come up with someone else. I dare you. I saw a series being done by you him didn't. recently, and I thought I'd watch it just because it was him. It's no good. It's <laughs> of no course good. it's no good. It looks good. I saw the same thing. That's why I had the observation. Looks great. Guarantee you, awful. That's what he does. Chad Henney can scoot. Rare is the single play, Dan, where you learn not one, but two things. On one play last weekend, I learned Chad Henney was still playing football and was doing so for the Kansas City Chiefs. You know what the A in Andy Reid stands for, Dan? Balls. That's what it stands for. I don't. What do you mean? But the. It stands for balls, Dan. I mean, okay. And balls? What? I don't know. Kevin. I still haven't seen your face key. <laughs> Amazing how quickly Andy Reid has gone from a guy who couldn't win the big one to one of the great coaches of all time. There's a lesson to be learned there, Dan. <laughs> the ring. Did Tony Romo have an orgasm on that final drive? Can you imagine the size of the Waffle House order that Andy Reid placed via Uber Eats after last night's game? God, that game feels like a month ago but right now. But it wasn't last night. It was it was Sunday. Um, you know what they say, Dan? Henny given Sunday. Tennessee cheated 
and was still that bad? A Henny for your thoughts, Dan. How many bad Henny puns were out there? <laughs> Henny given son at anything can happen. I and was it was it Nate Burleson who was saying pour out some Henny and everyone chortled on the Chuckle Fest pregame show. Anything is possible, Dan. <laughs> For those of you riding around on those electric powered skateboards, got news for you: you're not skateboarding. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Josh Allen, Chad Henny. Otherwise known as Bill Polian's wet dream. What happened there? Ooh. Ooh. You made us imagine something none of us want to imagine. Splash. A- oh. What, Chad Henney playing for the Chiefs? A sleeping Bill Polian. Sleeping but being aroused by whatever arouses Bill Polian in the night. Splash. Oh. Headline. Jet should offer everything for Deshaun Watson. Here's the problem. I'm not certain everything they have. Gets them to Sean Watson. I hate them. Dan, 34 days till pitchers and catchers. How about that? Congratulations to Kyrie Irving, who, with a Nets win over the Bucks, combined with a Nets loss to the Cavaliers when he returned, set the NBA record for teams that are better without him at three. Victor Oladipo touted the Rockets' potential after his debut. That's cute, Victor. James Harden touted maturity as the early reason for chemistry with Kevin Durant. Let me get this straight. Two days ago, you were on a tour de force of strip clubs. Two days later, you've matured. Got it. By the way, is there a team anywhere in sports whose maturity you question more than the Brooklyn Nets? Dan, at 8-6, and six, some might say... This is Greg Popovich's. Oh, for the love of God. <laughs> you couldn't even get through it. You bullshit artist. You bullshit artist. I'm going sk- to skip-, skip the Pacers' <laughs> quietest start. You're the is. worst. You're, he's been annoying me for 20 years with some 8-6 and six start. This might be so-and-so's best coaching job. Go bleep yourself. I mean, ain't someone other than Aldridge on that team. Go ahead. I'm waiting. To Rosen. Oh, yeah, DeRozan. That's right. Henny three. <laughs> Any given Sunday. Oh, I'm fucking tired. Quentin Williams said the Jets should take Devonta Smith over a quarterback. First off, Quentin Williams. Worry about sacking the other team's quarterback. Secondly, have you seen your team's quarterback? Dan, you know what the P in Patrick Mahomes stands for? No. It stands for play. Playing? Yeah, he's Dan. He's playing. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah people think he's not going to well, play. It's it? very cute. Yeah. A little song and dance the Chiefs are doing. The P stands for play. Okay. What uh, was it? Cowherd's take. Cowherd was saying that uh, the league should postpone the game until he plays. He's going to play be- by any means necessary, Dan. <laughs> but what, what was the Cowherd take that everything needs to pause because? Because you can't have a game without Patrick Mahomes. That's what the take was? Okay. Just stop during a pandemic. It's not just that sports are too important. Let's stop everyone playing so Patrick Mahomes can heal and only his body can matter during a pandemic. Very good. Hockey started? No. Aaron Rodgers said his future is a beautiful mystery. Jesus. Genghis Kong really did a number on him. Let's this. Oh, jeez. What happened? I don't know. Let this sink in. Josh Allen is the worst quarterback playing this weekend. 
If Brady wins the Super Bowl, Belichick shouldn't go to the Hall of Fame. How about that? Everything's on the line. Wow, man. that escalated yeah. quickly for Belichick. Well, don't you think? I mean, no. think about it. No, why? What? Belichick doesn't make the playoffs the year Brady leaves him. Brady makes the Super Bowl, beating and wins it, beating Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees. Right. So you're Belich- taking Belichick out of the Hall of Fame. I'm saying Belichick had nothing to do with Brady's success, is what I'm saying. Just think about it. Just think about it. That's Thank all I'm asking you to do. Thank you, Billy. Yep. Give me Lakers, Clippers, Bucks, and Nets. The rest of the NBA can go to hell. Speaking of hell, or Bryles. Dan, those are the weekend observations. I'm done. Any given Sunday. Anything could happen. Uh, Any for your thoughts? <laughs> said all those. <laughs> He's on. He's just running, battling, fighting through fumes. Just say, oh, I'm going to give him all the hennies. I got so many hennies. I'm going to throw hennies at him. I got these three hennies. That's all I got. I, I, got, I don't have any more. Uh, hey. <laughs> You're good at the game. <laughs> <laughs> Dominated me. Stu Gouts here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Listen, for me, it's simple. When I'm sitting around with friends, with family, we're at concerts, we're watching the Knicks finally win for the first time in 30 years, we're laughing, we're having a great time, we do it with ice cold. Miller Lite. Always have, always will. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash stew, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer listen i don't love you nearly as much as i love that fucking man right there oh listen you are arriving you are approaching a greg cody status for me where just seeing your face makes me smile doesn't matter what kind of and i'm in a horrible horrific mood today and yet yet you still have me smiling and mikey please tell me we're rolling I'm rolling. Dan Patrick wasn't asked to do this because he did it from his studios. I mean. <laughs> exactly. I'll do this after. By the way, hilarious opening with you and Dan Patrick. You're like, how was the show today? He couldn't give a damn. All right, let's 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 dispense with the chit chat. Let's just go here. <laughs> so I texted I texted Dan Stanzik. Listen, he Dan Patrick made it very clear that foreplay is not in No. He's like, okay, what do you want? Golf let's do this. Yes. Right. I, I, I uh I texted with our buddy Dan Stanzik afterwards and said, oh my God, Dan Patrick. Then realized, of course. He was no longer a part of your operation. So I said, is this the first one without you? He goes, no, second one, Mike A., a worthy caretaker. I said, well, this is big news. Oh, Mike wow. A. is now in the mix as well. <laughs> Hold on a second. The fact that we have our technical guru for stupidity on this call right now, and you said, Mike A. asked me to record it, just makes me look so good. Oh. Like, oh, yeah, he is actually doing his, his job. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. This is a, a complex operation here. I love it. Wait, so so Adnan, uh, have you figured out how to... Uh, like, are you are you recording yes. yourself? I'm, I'm now I'm now recording. If you see on a Comrex kit, 
Although it looks look over, you. it looks wow. kind of over. I think it's overmodulated, but what the hell? This is what Mike A wanted me to do. So, we, so we, are, we have like, like we have like Chris Whittingham, who's in the uh, who's on the Zoom here. If you could see him, he's like I don't know. He's like our technical caddy, and he just gave you like a standing ovation yes. because you're on a fucking Comrex. I mean, like the things that him and Mike Ryan care about are oh. things I would never ever think about. You know? Right, like that. An immediate erection, a Comrex kit. I'm like, okay, great. Glad to hear it. Just sound quality. What gets you off, Comrex kits? Right. Do you need a Viagra? No, no, just give me a really good mic stand. Okay. Right. I get aroused. Don't take this the wrong way. Just by seeing Adnan's face, Whittingham gets aroused by a Comrex. I mean, it's crazy. Back in the day when I used to work with Colin Cowherd, he'd, he'd hang up with a guest who was absolutely terrible, but he'd be so hard. He'd be like, oh, that guy had good phone. That was good phone, not good one phone. breakup. Oh good phone. That's so what he used to call it. <laughs> oh, do you Chris. have a? Uh, hang on a second. Chris, wait, hang on a second. Chris is way too good looking to be a technical director. Chris, you are you are an aspiring on-air talent, if I've ever seen one, who just happens to be dabbling. I've never had my, never had my appearance complimented before. Well, I mean, the hair does look good. I will tell you, I will tell you, Adnan, that there was a time where we thought Chris Whittingham was going to be the next Dan Levitard. He produced my morning show way back when. Yeah. Genius. And now here he is making sure that you're hooked up to a Comrex unit. <laughs> Dan Levitard, he is not. <laughs> is he recording himself? Is he going to send me the file? Because I need it. <laughs> well, it's... it's... I, I want to oh, and listen. Last time I stole the mic away from you, Stu. So I'm not going to do that as much. But I am going to no, do you two can. things. You I'm going to do two things. Right. So one, first off, congrats on an outstanding run with ESPN. Seriously, it's a remarkable you. run you guys did. You know how rare this is in this business. You never get to write your own endings. That never no. happens. Normally, you get pushed out. Something happens. Oh, okay, this wasn't acrimonious. I'm not saying there wasn't a little bit of that, perhaps, with you guys. But the fact that you were able to have a send-off, right? Sometimes you just get the plug pulled. You don't get to have that last show. You don't get to say goodbye. You guys get to say right. goodbye. And by the way, take your cake and eat it too because you're going to go on and do more things. I mean, that was – what was it like for you? I'm just curious because, listen, you say what you want about ESPN. ESPN is top of the food chain. We all dream of yes. being there. The fact that you guys did that for that many years – like, think about it. You were like the insurgents. You were, you are an insurgent show. You were a part <laughs> of the establishment. I'm still amazed it never happened. It's amazing for you guys. It's uh, I'm still amazed it happened, to be honest with you. So, like, listen, you know, I love sports. I love doing this. Um, and ESPN is the pinnacle. But I'm telling you, when I got into this ad, ad, I never for me, it was local radio. I mean, Chris Whittingham could tell you that he's known me forever. If I had a successful local radio show, uh, I was going to be super happy. I could do that for 35 years. Mike and the Mad Dog type stuff. And so when we got to ESPN, we arrived at ESPN. I was a shocked that they wanted to show like hours uh, on ESPN. Uh, and then B, I enjoyed because I never expected to be there. So every day I worked there was one day longer than I ever expected to work <laughs> at ESPN. And so I, I enjoyed uh, all eight years. And that lineup, as you know, flipped over five or six times in the eight years that we were there. And the only show that remained was ours. And so I'm truly grateful for it. Uh, great relationships with wonderful people like yourself uh, that I otherwise would not have if not for my time at ESPN. And just to be able to do some stuff like First Take or Mike and Mike or call the or, or call the Final Four for college lacrosse um, at the national championship game. 
uh, and be on college game day. It's just stuff that I will have with me for the remainder of my life and will never forget. And so I'm truly grateful for it. You know, it's it, how could you not be? And now that I don't have it, I feel fucking naked. I mean, <laughs> it's funny because people want you to slam ESPN, right? They go, oh, look, they did you with this. You go, listen, be that as it may, it was a great run. There's so many things I'm thankful for. If we're doing a ledger, checks and balances, yes. like there's so much stuff that I'm like, <laughs> the guest picker thing blew my mind. I swear to God, I saw it on Twitter. I go, what? Stu is the guest picker on game. Like, this, this is a very hallowed place in our country. I go, this is incredible. I remember I texted you. You go, dude, I can't believe this. I go, I can't believe it. I love you. And I'm like, what? Stu is the guest picker. Well, let, let, let's let's take a minute. Remember here, it took a pandemic and J-Lo canceling last minute for me to get on that show. But I'll take it. I mean, <laughs> That's still on the resume. The lacrosse stuff yes. was amazing. I, yes. Of all this, the lacrosse, I think it was huge. Because people go, wait, this guy was like a legit great lacrosse player. He's totally into it. I mean, it was. I remember at first thinking, I'm like, is this going to be like Dennis Miller in the booth? But I'm like, no, Dennis Miller never played football. Like, Stu played right. it. He'll throw in yes. wisecracks and he'll have fun and stuff. That's fine. But... That's very rare that you – I hope you can do more of this. I don't know if that's an opportunity uh, for you, but – No, it is. It's a, it actually is at ESPN, which I'm super grateful for, um, continuing to do some lacrosse stuff. Listen, it's small things, Adnan, because you – like, we're fans – you and I are not just sports fans. We're sports media fans. So a lot of these guys have a lot of meaning to me. So what I'm calling those games, and Maryland women's lacrosse is playing in the Final Four of the National Championship game, and you get a text from Scott Van Pelt, who went to Maryland – and he's telling you he's watching the game and you're killing it in the booth. I like, yeah, like I'm I get goosebumps like just telling you that story. Or Connor Shell, who was who's one of our bosses at ESPN, who's the head of programming, and, and he's saying to me the same thing. He's like, I had no idea that you could do this. And I'm like, Oh yeah. No, and so like, like, like those those moments are priceless. It's like when when the stuff happened with with Parkland, unfortunately, it's Stoneman Douglas, and I had, you know, I got into serious mode and people didn't really think that there was that side of me and I'm on outside the lines and Mike and Mike and I'm describing what happened in my town and my city that on that tragic day. And you get a text from Bob Lee saying, well done. It's like, whoa, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I completely agree. It's what people think in our business, they go, Oh, you know, what athlete are you friends with? Who do you hang out with? I go, no, that never happens. Like maybe Dwayne Wade is hanging out with you and Dan on the weekends, but <laughs> probably not. Like you just, we have a good relationship. It's fun. Like Stan Van Gundy, I think is genuinely friends with you guys, but like generally yes. there's a separation between coaches and athletes. But when people in sports media give you a compliment, like one of the greatest days of my life, I'm doing MLB network. And uh, we were talking about the 69 Mets team. Of course you love right. And yes. we were and well, Kenny listen, it, it's the only it's I love them. Uh, they they won the two. World Series three. No, I, I was negative three, actually, when they won that World Series. But, <laughs> team close but to I, your heart. Well, yes, I, yes, mean, I was in Utero, yes, but, but I do amazing. love them. Yes, yes. But Brian yes. Kenny was comparing them to this year's Rays and blah, blah, blah. And, and I I didn't know what the hell I could say because I obviously was not alive either for that time. So I compared it to Barry Sonnenfeld, the great director of Men in Black and Get Shorty. And I said, you know, in Men in Black three, there's a character named Don Clendenin because Barry Sonnenfeld's such a huge Mets fan. Well, the aliens is named that. And Brian kind of gives me this look like, what the hell are you talking about? But I'm like, all right, go with it. Bob Costas later comes on the show. By the way, Chris Whittingham just left. So he did not like that story. Uh, Bob Costas <laughs> comes on and Bob says, and earlier he was making a comment about the Mets historical illusions. And Bob says, uh, listen, I mean, how about Adnan Virk? He goes, the last time I was on this show, I heard him make a Spartacus reference. And now he just weaved in a Get Shorty reference. He goes, if he and I were the same age, I think it might have been later with Adnan Virk rather than later with Bob Costas. And I'm, of course, floored. It's an incredible compliment. Brian Kenny's just laughing yes. great. 
I go home that day and I said to my wife, I said, and she goes, I haven't seen you this giddy in years. I, I think since you got the job that you've been. And I said, God, I don't want to be uh, overbearing, but maybe I can get Bob's email, like his work email from his son is a researcher at MLB Network. And sure enough, I check my phone and it says, no joke, I really am a fan, dash BC. And I'm like, okay, I, we, can, we can just retire now, right? Like no Amazing. matter what the trolls say, student, or what the tweets say, whoever hates me, Bob Costas just said he's a fan. Like we're good for life. That's amazing. Listen, I have my own Bob Costas story where uh, we were having him on the show fairly often, and he sent me a text and said, Stu, I love you. Let's get this down to two times a year. <laughs> well, that's, but I'll take it. I got a text from Costas. I don't care. Well, that's get him the on other the show. part of it. It's like you don't want to be overbearing with that relationship because now I'm like, all right, I think we're texting buddies. So I'll, I'll text him about baseball matters, St. Louis Cardinals, things he really loves. But I'm not at the level yet where I'm like, hey, what do you think of Tenet? Like, are you in on Christopher Nolan or what? Like, so I don't know. I don't, I don't want to get to that point with Bob Costas. Imagine what could be worse than having Bob Costas block your cell number? <laughs> Nothing. You just start texting him, Aaron Judge, go big fly, what do you think? Right, right. It's just the most random stuff. Like, dude, no, we're not friends here. Like, we're, we're colleagues. That's it. Just... Know your, know well, your audience. I, I constantly am overstepping my boundaries where I think I get a text like that from Bob Lee and he and I are best friends for life. You know? Oh, no, I think Bob Lee would be pretty engaging with you. I think you know, New York guys. I mean, I, I Should think, I get him on? Should I get him on, Steve Potter? Absolutely. He's, just, he's not doing much. I texted him after Tom Seaver died. Tom Seaver's his guy. He sent back like paragraphs like, okay, Bob has a lot of time on his hands right now. You got, I guarantee he'll come on Stu Potter. No problem. All right. Uh, Mikey, yeah, get him on the show. Okay. Um, other yeah, thing so, I wanted so, to mention is this, and then you can. Well, hold on. I want. wanted to address. I, I wanted to address one thing, okay? Because sure. we do have movies, baseball, Canada, okay. and Roger Federer questions for you. Sure, uh, it's ridiculous. Uh, but I do have. Uh, I just wanted to address one thing you said. There, people do expect you to slam ESPN once you have left ESPN. I have no reason to. Right. They were great to us. We were there for eight years. Um, we parted ways. It was, they did not let us go. We didn't just get up and go. Um, but to your point, it is rare to have two people in this industry, myself and Dan do this for as long as we've done it for 20 years, north of 20 years. Right. And we just wanted, and we wanted to, if there's a final chapter and you say that chapter is seven to 10 years, whatever it is, admin, mm -hmm. we wanted to finish it our way. So I just wanted to address that to yes. you, to the audience. We, as very few shows have the opportunity to do that. This one does because of the audience, because of how great our audience is and because of how massive it is and how loyal it is. And so we're going to take that opportunity to go out our way. And I'm and we're super excited about it. Oh, that. yeah. Love and, appar and apparently, nope. and apparently I don't. Well, go ahead. I'm sorry. Nobody has ever denied the appeal of your show. Like there are people I know who say to me, like, that's it. You don't you don't you get the show. They're like, I don't get it. But I know they're popular. Like I, I, right. it's not my thing. But I know a yes. lot of people for whom it is their thing. And you go, great. The the worst thing in our business is to be like, mm, they're okay. No, no, no. Love it or hate it. Polarizing. I can't That's stand it. those guys. I love those guys. I can't live without them. I despise them. Wonderful. We'll take all of that. That's what we want in this business. <laughs> yes. Name the person who said they hated our show at ESPN. Go ahead. Come on. <laughs> I think it was also Scott Van Pelt, coincidentally. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lo loves you on the cross, and, hates the show. No, I'm kidding. And Bob Lee and Bob Costas. <laughs> it was Bob Costas. He texted him. Right. Yeah. Bob was like, by the way, tell <laughs> Stu, hey, stop calling. I'm not really a fan of the yeah. show. I'm like, Two right, times a year. <laughs> Two times a year. Like, was there um, anybody who had greater currency from your show than Ron McGill? Like, when you look no. back at a show, right? When you watch 
any television show, like you watch Family Ties. The show originally was supposed to be about the parents. It was supposed to be about Stephen and Elise, Mark Gross and uh, Meredith Baxter Burney. And a season in, they go, hey, everybody just likes Alex. Like Michael J. Fox is awesome. This guy is stealing every single scene. The audience loves him. Let's just make the show about Alex. And, and if you watch the Family Ties finale, which my brother just did, rather inexplicable <laughs> reason. Like, I, mean, I just read Michael J. Fox's latest book, and he was like, I, I rewatched the, the Family Ties finale. Yeah, he goes, everything's about Alex. There's like one yeah. scene about Tina Yothers, one scene about Mallory, but it, it's all Alex. And I was like, well, he's the star. <laughs> Similarly, for, like for your show, when you look back and you go, all right, who was a guy that we didn't think he'd be the breakout star? Like maybe it's, you know, Guillermo put it on the poll. Okay. There, there's definitely moments where Amin El Hassan shine, but I think Ron McGill, if you look back, yes. at the, if there was an oral history of the show, you'd go, I did not think Ron McGill would become the breakout star. No, and there will be an oral history of the show. Uh, <laughs> I ain't writing it. So, <laughs> um, I, I, Greg Cody would probably fall in that category Cody as well. well. He's absolutely. beloved. If you, if you beloved and you are work, too. Right. You if too. You, if you read Greg Cody's work like, oh, smart guy, excellent journalist. You see him on the show. Hysterical. You had no idea yes. this was the other side of him. If you use the show correctly, if you embrace the show, okay, yeah. um, the audience will back you up and they'll back you up forever. And I'm yes. certain that you you have seen that. Like, you have left ESPN, you are on doing other things, and I am certain our audience, because they love you, yeah, yeah. and they're passionate, and they're loyal, have followed you to certain places. Absolutely. I, I assume, there are yes. people who have said, oh, I didn't know where you were, but dude, love when you used to get hung up on on the Levitard song. Oh, thank you so much. I, I appreciate that you really enjoyed <laughs> when I would get cut off. <laughs> I'll follow uh, you into the abyss because of that. Well, excellent. Thank uh, you. I, well, Amin actually did. I mean, <laughs> well, the Amin thing is amazing. Like, when I read that story, I go, this can't be true. I'm like, there must be. No, no, no. Like, he just was like, I'm going with those guys. Like, I'm out of here. <laughs> we had no idea. I mean, <laughs> we had no idea. That's literally like We're Jerry never... Maguire. Who's coming with me? Who's coming with me? Amin's hand shoots up. Spain's sitting there. Katie Nolan's like, oh, let's just wait till the contract runs up. I mean, it's like, I'm out of here. I already gave him my two weeks. I'm gone. Listen, I love Katie Nolan to death. She's a good friend. Uh, she has been great to me. I'd wait for that contract to expire as well. I, mean, <laughs> I, I, I would agree on that point as well, actually. I, I was thinking about waiting for my contract to expire. <laughs> well, by the way, there was one faction. There was, I swear I saw some voices saying, what does this mean? Will, will Stu Gott still continue? I swear to God. There's people who are like, oh, Dan's leaving, but maybe Stu will stay. Hang <laughs> on a second. What? You think Highly yeah. Questionable is gone, but Stu is going to stay. No, we're not breaking up uh, Abbott and Costello, Siskel and Ebert. We're keeping this thing rolling. We're, you think uh, there wasn't at a dollar amount that would have made Stu say, bye, Dan. I'm staying. Mike does raise an interesting point. Everyone's got a price. <laughs> he does, right. And there probably is. Um, <laughs> but Levitar came in higher. <laughs> no, you know what I learned, Ad Dan? ESPN valued me, but no one, first off, I enjoy doing this. It's 20 years, right? And mm -hmm. I, at this point, he and I want to finish this thing off together, right? But I, no one, no one will value me more than Dan Lebitard values me. And that's yeah. just, at the end of the day, I realize that, I've realized that for a long time now, but that's just the reality of it. I mean more to Dan Lebitard and that show than I'll ever mean to ESPN or Fox or NBC 
just because of the nature of the show, right? And but that's and interesting. Just, like if someone says to yes. you, like he is the, like, I mean, and I think you can make that argument. You are the best at your role on that show than anybody else is on their role on a show, right? That doesn't mean <laughs> you couldn't be a leading man. Michael J. Fox was a supporting actor in Family Ties, became the star, went on to make movies, The Star of Spin City, etc. So you could have risen that same path. Okay, I've, I've, I've proven I can do this. Let me be the guy. But I agree with you. Why not just do something expertly rather than being the top banana just to feed ego or whatever else the case may be? Our show's never been about that. I, I really have never been about that. I will remind you, though, I'll let the ego seep in here for a second. Those six weeks that Levitar took off, I didn't ask for any of this. Uh, that was our highest digital month ever. So how about that? <laughs> <laughs> And that's the other part of it is that everybody roots for the underdog. And then when your yes. show dynamic, you're the under, you're the guy getting made fun of. Oh, he's the laughing stock. He's the buffoon. He's the Stugats. Okay. So there's a lot of guys who are like, I relate more to that guy than anybody else on that show. I've been, he's the, I've been screwing. Go ahead, Stu. Come on. Speak the truth. He's the like embodiment of underdog. Yeah, I am. Embodiment of underdog. I, oh. And that's why. And that's why when you asked me about ESPN, Adnan, I didn't think I'd spend one fucking day at that place. And so every day I spent there was a blessing, you know. And but it's the greatest lesson ever. What you said about growing up admiring Russo, who I love as well. And you said when I got good is when I realized I had to stop imitating Mad Dog. Yeah, because you can't. Yeah, right. I just start mocking him. Right, be over the top, <laughs> man, dog. Yes. Right, you're basically satirizing him, and he's totally okay with it. That's what a great guy he is. <laughs> okay with it. I'm co-hosting his show coming up here in a couple of weeks. Yes. <laughs> <None> of that. <laughs> I am doing... Well, I have this small window of free agency. Uh, we thought it'd be funny if I just start, like, crashing all of my favorite shows across the country, okay? So, like, like Giannotti, uh, Greg and Boomer, right, on WFAN. <laughs> like, Giannotti's a friend, so I want to crash that show, and I've already spoken to him about it. Uh, Adam Shine on Mad Dog. Mad Dog on Mad Dog. Evan, I'm going to do all the Mad Dog radio shows. Evan Cohen, I was his camp counselor. Shine has already agreed to do it. And Mad Dog, we have a binding contract because he said he would do it here on Stupidity. And so, and then Colin and Dan, I want to crash all these shows. Oh, my. Oh, All this is a tremendous yes. idea. That will get the Thank blogs you. going. Free Asian <laughs> frenzy. Where is Stugatz yes. headed? You're like Kevin. I mean, meanwhile, I'm going nowhere. <laughs> Stugatz is the free agent who, who's already agreed to a contract, but he's going to go get the free dinners at yes. all the other places. Right. Like, no, right. yeah, I, right. I might go to the ja Japanese right. league. Let's go have dinner. Yeah. He just wants to be seduced and lured, although the contract is already written, signed, and printed. Well, whatever. Let's see. I can always right, tear it I love off. you. I, <laughs> I can't and, and listen in an odd turn of events it appears at least for the moment that we have the same boss i mean this is crazy. <laughs> that is the other part of that was getting people fired up they go wait hang on a second skipper runs to zone adnan works for the zone oh my god are the forces aligning to which i say <laughs> we shall wait and see Let, let's let the plot <laughs> thicken a little bit right all right, I have uh, two quick things for you, and then Mikey, I assume, has Baseball Canada <laughs> movies and fucking Federer. Um, <laughs> hashtag Team Fed. Um, so two quick questions for you. First off, Mikey, A., do you have the sound of Dan Patrick? Yes. Uh, okay. okay. Uh, Adnan, I, I want to play Dan Patrick's response when I asked him in my post-ESPN life if everything's going to be okay. <laughs> and get, get your response to his response and maybe some soothing words from you that, yes, Stu, everything is going to be just fine, okay? Let's play this first. The real reason we wanted you on today is we have, you know, we're on, we're, we're, 
we're embarking on our post ESPN era. You are well into yours, and you have been very successful doing so. Uh, just Dan, tell me I'm going to be okay. That that's what I need some soothing. Just tell me, Dan, okay? Because you become a mentor to me, someone I admire very much, Dan. DP, look at me. Tell me I'm going to be okay. Okay. Now look at me when I tell you this. Okay. Levitard is going to be okay. <laughs> listen, Dan is definitely going to be okay. But listen, every every pilot needs a wingman. Okay, Dan will take care of you. Say what we will about Levitard, but that guy's about as loyal as it gets. Right? Best, Any, even if you were down in the dumps, he would be there for you. He will take care of you. He will protect you. I'm sure you and Skipper have a good relationship as well. It isn't like Dan is orchestrating everything. Oh, by the way, here's my buddy Stu. Can you just say hi to him, John? Like you, you'll be in great shape. I think it's a very funny line by Dan, but you're in, you'll be you'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> I hope Mike A is being well compensated for this, by the way. The way Stancic made it sound like worthy caretaker. I'm like, is he doing this pro bono? I hope he's getting paid. I don't do, a, um, I don't do anything pro bono. Okay, good. good. I haven't, I ha, I, I, have you been paid? I don't even know. <laughs> I have you took care of me. All right, so what? Go ahead. Uh, good, good. Yeah, yeah, she did. Because I, I don't know how to do that Venmo thing. <laughs> okay. All right. So here's my. So thank you for telling me I'm gonna be okay. I feel much better. Okay. Uh, here's the question I have for you, movie related. That Mikey A has a bunch of questions from listeners. Okay. I have, we had this conversation on the show, and you were the best person to ask. Okay. Because cinephile, and you're you know more about movies. I mean, what you just rattled off about Alex B. Keaton <laughs> and Family Ties, a show that took place 40 years ago, off the top of your head was outstanding. So I have been telling the guys that I think when you look at actors, okay, and you want to get down to the three most iconic roles. So we were talking about actors and who has played the three most iconic roles of any actor of all time. It is hard to fight. It is hard to argue Harrison yeah. Ford, which would be my nomination. Say, I said Han Solo. Who has you got Indiana Jones? Han Solo, Indiana, and Richard Kimball. Richard. I mean, <laughs> that's what I was about to say. What's the third one? Maybe Blade Runner, but Richard Kimmel in the future is pretty good. Which is interesting because I yes. remember Cody asked me a long time ago who I thought was overrated, and I go, I got to be honest, Harrison Ford. I don't think he has a lot of range, but I think he's great at that role. And all three of those roles kind of have similarities, right? Strong leading man, bit of a wise ass. I'm like, I, I don't think he's doing light comedy particularly well. I don't think he's good in a romantic drama, but those roles fit him like a glove. Like there's nobody else you can picture, but Harrison yeah. Ford, that's a pretty good one. I, iconic roles, uh, that's tough to beat. I had Stallone's in that conversation, I right? Because I mean, he's got Rambo and he's got Rocky. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of these guys, you get two. Like you said, Stallone, Rambo, Rocky, not sure what the third is. Would love to give some love to Copland, probably not going to make it. No, Cobra. Oh, right. <laughs> Stop or my mom will Tango shoot. and Cash. <laughs> Listen, Pacino, the Godfather, Scarface, but I don't know what number three is, right? It'd probably be, um, um, yeah. yeah, probably, yeah. Yeah, it would have to be scent of a woman, right? It's tough. Like, I, I was trying to think if anyone kind of delves into that with Tom Cruise. Go Tom Cruise right Tom now. Cruise, so, three most so iconic Top Gun right away. Uh, yeah. Mission Impossible. Jerry Maguire. Yeah. Jerry Maguire. 
Wow. I would probably leave it a bunch out. Yeah. I mean, with Cruz, yeah. right? And then it's interesting. Like, if That's you look crazy. at actors, they often go through hot streaks. Like, there's a stretch where you go, oh, my God, this guy's on fire. And then they fall apart, which makes you realize how flimsy the audience <laughs> is, right? It's just like they love you and then they hate you. It's like what Sally Field said years ago. You love me. You really love me. You'll see a guy, like, go on a stretch of, like, three straight great movies. That's like, holy shit, what happened to him? Like, it's so rare to have right. longevity. Let's like, A guy like Denzel should be lionized. He should have statues. Like, how could you have success for three decades in this crazy, fickle business? It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Does he have an iconic... He has... Does he have any iconic it's roles thing. in his... Training day. I know, but he's... he's it, what's, what's crazy about Denzel is he's... He's probably one of my three favorite actors of all time, easily, yeah, right. right? And yet, I don't think he has one of those iconic. No, roles not like on, the way we're describing Rocky. Like Malcolm X is a right. great film. I don't think the guy on the street knows Malcolm X. I don't think he knows that he won an Oscar for Glory. No. Like to Mike A's point, Training no. Day is a big box office hit. But other than that, he hasn't had like those juicy moments, like uh, you know Stallone. I mean, Coach Boone, maybe Coach Boone. Remember the Titans? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a great movie. Uh, all right, Mikey, do we have Adnan's got to get out of here? We appreciate his sure. time as always. Uh, do we have uh, questions from the listeners? Movies, baseball, Canada, and Roger. Uh, let, let's go Canada first, <laughs> Adnan. Okay. What is the best Canadian city for an American to visit? Now you think I'm going to go with Toronto as my hometown, but it's not. It's actually Quebec City. I, Quebec City is a gorgeous city. If you're never going to go to Europe, the closest thing to Europe is Quebec City, particularly old Quebec. It's a stretch of about five miles, and you feel like you're in the 1700s. It's about as romantic as it gets. Incredible food. Poutine is great. They got great duck. They got great rabbit. Beautiful scenic sites. Now, it's cold, so I wouldn't recommend going in February, but July or August, people that go to Quebec City is actually, I believe, top five biggest tourist attraction in all of North America, particularly old Quebec, because people flock there if they don't want to go across the pond to, uh, to actually Paris or England or whatever. So Quebec City, awesome. Now, Probably for listeners of Stupidity, Montreal is also very good. Uh, the, the Canadian Ballet, I'm sure you people have heard you of. You know my audience. That's yeah, very yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> reasonably priced, a great bang for the buck. Um, and, and obviously, <laughs> Toronto is great. Of course, my hometown. As Steve Levy once told me of Toronto, and Stu will appreciate this, he goes, it's New York without the assholes. I said, well, what, <laughs> what a Toronto wonderful the compliment to Toronto. It's what we're all looking for. New York without the assholes. I mean, it really is. Wait, now give me a little something on Vancouver, because I'm told it's very, so very Vancouver, nice. Vancouver, I mean, aesthetically stunning. I mean, if you go there, the mountains are picturesque. Grouse Mountain, you can go to the top of. If you're big into skiing and the outdoor stuff, you'll love Vancouver. Whistler, of course, nearby as well. Uh, Stanley Park is really nice. Good food, good people. There's a whole rivalry, right? Like New York, L.A., or Toronto, Vancouver, but... Listen, long before weed was legalized, Vancouver was the place to go if you wanted to get high outside <laughs> and inside. <laughs> I love it. All right, what else uh, you got, let's Mikey? Go, let's go uh, movies. Greatest movie pet. I, it has to be something from Ace question. Ventura. It would be my first thought just because there's so many pets in that movie. Uh, like the dolphin in particular, I guess, would be the winner. But i got to be honest, I do really love Hooch in Turner and Hooch. Uh, I don't think that's going to be one of Tom Hanks' most memorable movies, but I was like 10 when I saw it. Really funny movie. And I get a hooch for the way he had like the spit coming down. At one point, he goes, it looks like he got like a handlebar mustache. I think hooch and Turner and hooch is pretty epic. I'm hoping to be the hooch to Stu Gatz. Just, <laughs> just start slobbering. Just, You'll yeah, be yeah, fine, Mike. Well, By the way, they're remaking it. Really? Who's going to be yeah. Turner? Uh, I forget. Kevin Hart. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. I. I thought you were going to say Lassie. I mean, well, I really Lassie, did. I thought listen, Lassie, Lassie go home. Yes. I mean, that's, that's iconic as well. <laughs> All right, go All ahead, right. Mikey. What Who else? Who is your pick for a 1990s-era baseball player as your doubles partner on clay courts in Tangiers? 
Kenny Lofton. I, I think Kenny Lofton is terrific. I, I, every time I think of 90s baseball, he's one of the first names that come to mind. And thankfully, as you can tell by my no-doubt answer, I've spent time thinking about Clay Court Tennis doubles partners. Kenny Lofton, smooth, agile, slick, obviously fast. Court coverage would be incredible. Uh, he could get to everything. I could see him going defense to offense, forehand, backhand. Kenny Lofton's my pick. <laughs> By the way, it's going to be a TV series, not a movie, Turner and Hooch, the remake, and Josh Peck will be playing Turner. Okay. All right. Yeah. Look that up quick. If you went TV, would it be the Doberman Pinchers that stood next to Higgins and Magnum P.I.? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, any mention of Maxim P.I., yes. Doberman Pinchers, that, that, if it had to be a TV pet, that's pretty good. I, I mean, Doberman Pinchers are the winner. Yeah, no. <laughs> no one knows who we're talking about, Higgins. Yeah, no anyone under the age of Nobody. four Mikey, has no idea. Wait, hold on. Mikey A., do you even know, who, like, when we say Magnum P.I., do you know what we're talking I about? Magnum P.I. Okay, good. Right. How old are you? 36. Okay. Yeah. Right. Mikey A.'s I mean, mid-30s, but he's aware of things yeah. beyond his years. But, yeah, okay. I had parents. Um, I guess Stanzik would have no idea. I don't no, think. I don't think David would. Which is one, I, a million, one hundred, reason one million why you're better at this than Stanzik. No, come on. Stanzik's right, like, yeah, like, my I'm guy. joking. I love Stanzik. Wait a second. I do you think Stanzik could have no. booked Adnan? Yeah. You know, I'm a pretty tough guy here, okay? <laughs> Stanzik's Rolodex together. Wait, let, let's be, first off, first off, I'm going to do this to Stanzik every single episode. I'm going to take a shot at him. <laughs> because it's only, it's only born out of love. And secondly, Mikey A, I booked that, Dan. Right. That's a I'll correct answer. That. By the way, how take about Stanzik? I love the, the Steve Levy interview you did, Stu. The fact that Stanzik used cinephile as research with Steve Levy shows he and I will always be inseparable. Was, Amazing. Yeah. Oh, he's God! I love that guy so much. Uh, Steve Levy, I'm talking about. All right, my, my, <laughs> I love Stan. Stanzik and I are, are kindred. Stanzik and I have become really good friends. I love well, him. Well, that's dearly. the most I important really thing, do. right? When you don't work together anymore, do you still maintain friendship? And for you guys, there's no doubt you do. I mean, that's great. So he sent me a thank you card for his wedding gift uh, to me and Abby. And at the end of it, he had a funny line. He said, athletes that connote thank you. And he gave me a Ray Lankford because he couldn't think. He's so bad at the game. Ray okay. L so he goes, and then he explained it. Lank, thank. And I texted him, hey, if you have to explain it, it's not a good one. Thumbs down. And so I said, how about. I said, how about, he goes, well, what do you got? And I said, you Darvish, thank you Darvish. He goes, genius. <laughs> <laughs> it took me one second to think about it. <laughs> that tip immediately, genius. He had all of that. Uh, anyway, he's going to be a dad soon too. I mean, this that's going to be a lot of good fodder for the podcast. Dan Stanzik's father. Oh, I, I, I lived wait. with yes. that guy for two years and he's going to be a father and that blows my mind. Yeah, yeah, Mike, can yeah. you well, elaborate on that? Because yeah. I have a take as well. I think just because Dan is so anal, like I just see him getting his marathon so runs in, his reading, his jeopardy. Like a child is going to upset the apple cart, right, Mike? Yeah, he's he's if he thinks that it's going to be the same thing, yeah, he, he's wrong. He's going to have to make his his lettuce smoothies, you know, on the baby's time, not on his. <laughs> his lettuce smoothies. <laughs> so wait, I love that <laughs> you guys are suggesting that a baby's going to get in the way. Right. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> Right, Stanzik's not of the things that are really changes. important in his life. Yeah. Right, <laughs> does Stanzik go I, he for told a long me, run with the baby and the baby Bjorn? Yeah, that's what he'll do. <laughs> he he do told that. he told me he he was already complaining about it. I said, Dan, you don't have the baby yet. And so, <laughs> but what I told him is, when you're in it, when you're in, like when you're knee deep in diapers and all that kind oh, of yeah. stuff, and you're not going out for your normal jogs and. You're shoving down a TV dinner. <laughs> I said, when you're knee, when you're when you're knee deep, 
just I want you to remind I want to remind you of this. Imagine what it would be like to have a second one <laughs> at the same exact time. Because that's what me and my wife had. So Swiss don't complain. Man. All right, a couple more questions. Let's get out right, of here. I got one more for you, and uh, we'll, we'll end it here. Even after the pandemic, will we see people going back to the movie theaters or will on-demand digital Great. become the way we consume movies? People still... Adnan, before you answer that, Adnan, before you answer that, they just, they just popped up a huge drive-in movie theater down in Miami spectacular fantastic and i think that could be the i haven't been there yet i have friends who have gone loved it that could be the future listen there's no denying that streaming is very accessible for people they like being able to have that convenience but people love going to the movies we've been doing this for decades for over a century people love getting out getting a date night hey let's get a sitter let's go to the movies popcorn dinner beforehand afterwards have a sunday a slushy let's discuss it and i'm with you on the drive-ins i think the drive-ins are fantastic because again it taps into nostalgia what a lot of people did as kids or if they've never done it oh i've heard about this drive-in thing let's try it out again it gets you out of the house it's a cool experience it's something different there's nothing quite like the big screen has have movie theaters been hurt of course they have irreparably though no i looked at the numbers movie theaters still made 2.8 billion dollars in 2020 now that was all january february and half of march and then like you know, a couple of people went and saw, you know, Tenet and that kind of thing. But Bad Boys for Life made $400 million. Just because there's a pandemic, once people can go back, they're going to go roaring back. Absolutely. All right. We love you, man. Get out of here. I know you got a lot of work to do today. Thank you for always being available to us. And uh, yeah, anything you want to promote? Anything going on today our listeners will be into over the no, weekend? No, MLB Network. I'm doing intentional talk. It's a lot of fun. Great show. Uh, the likes of Carlos Pena, Cliff Floyd, Al Leiter, Ron Darling, Kevin Millar, obviously, is the main host. Uh, a lot of fun there. Cinephile, we're still uh, trudging along. And the GM Shuffle, NFL pod with Mike Lombardi is going great. We have a lot of fun. So, uh, yeah, I just hope uh, next time I'm on, I'm not following Dan Patrick. I mean, but, but seriously, good, good luck getting Costas. I think go for Bob Lee and go for Costas. I'm going to go for Bob Lee. I'm going to get Bob Costas. I will make a promise to you. I will not have you on after either of those. The next time you will come on is after we have the priestess on, the witch. Okay? <laughs> come on. That's a hard one to follow. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thanks, boys. You're the best. We love you. Thank you, man. Thank you. Stu here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Listen, for me, it's simple. When I'm sitting around with friends, with family, we're at concerts, we're watching the Knicks finally win for the first time in 30 years, we're laughing, we're having a great time, we do it with ice-cold Miller Lights. Always have, always will. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash stew, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.